before I dive into this episode, I want to invite you to a free live workshop with me. It's June 13th, and the topic is bad managers. I love this topic. I know you probably don't, yet you need to know the types of bad managers and what to do because you might have some mediocre leaders on your teams. Please check it out. It's June 13th. It's free to everyone. You just need to go to awesomeleader.com slash bad dash managers. Once again, awesomeleader.com slash bad dash managers. Hope to see you there. I love and hate at the same time the idea of New Year's resolutions. I bet you feel the same way. It's so easy, so tempting to get wrapped up in the energy of a new year and then get frustrated so fast. Whether you write resolutions or not, there are some common myths out there, statements that can put pressure on you as you start a new calendar year. I want to help you avoid falling into some traps about what the new year means for you as a leader when you think about creating resolutions. So let's bust five common myths around New Year's resolutions. I'm Lila Willingtown. I'm an executive coach and the creator of Awesome Leader. I've coached founders, VPs, and C-suite executives worldwide for over 20 years. I make it easier for leaders to make decisions, guide their teams, have difficult conversations, and have fun in their roles. I love what I do, and I love my clients. My number one passion is making it easier to lead and manage teams, no matter what your title is. And in my online coaching and training programs, I create leadership ease through 15-minute lessons and weekly group coaching. In this podcast, you can experience some of that micro-learning. This podcast is a weekly shot of tangible leadership advice. All episodes are under 15 minutes. Let's get started. Let's start off with this poem. Each resolution that I make my conscience sorely troubles because I find they always break as easy as soap bubbles. Oh my gosh, I love this. This is from a 1909 New Year's Day postcard. I found the photo of the postcard when I did a Google search to see how old the idea of resolutions for our new year is. And by the way, the concept is thousands of years old. Uh, Two things this poem references that are so true. When you break a resolution, it bothers you. It really troubles you, right? Second thing, resolutions are really easy to break. As the poem said, they break as easily as soap bubbles. I love and hate the idea of the new year. Who doesn't love the idea of a fresh start? I love that. A way to let go of something old, to let go of junk, to let go of something you don't like. To feel as if what you are, in this case as a leader, because this is the leadership shot, to feel as if what you are that you don't like can be gone because the page has been turned one year to the next. It's such a tempting concept to look at a whole year and see possibility. And maybe you have a paper calendar in front of you or a brand new planner and you think, wow, so much room, it's all blank. I can fill it in. Yes, you can. So much is possible, tons. Yet at the same time, I think the thinking of the new year, new you, new behaviors, changes, all of that, I love it and I hate it because I think this thinking really trips you up. And the you there refers to all of us, including me, yours truly. So yes, tons is possible, yet the concept of a new year and new year's resolutions, I think, is kind of messed up. That's the casual Californian in me, sorry. It's false. It's misleading. 
and it surrounds us no matter where you are in the world and whether you're working at home or working remotely. It's the idea of something new and everybody you're seeing these days, right? They're like, Happy New Year, which by the way, I love that greeting. It's a nice way to ease into things. Surrounding us is this message. And I think it's marketing too, of course, that what you're doing now or who you are now could be better. And now is the time to change. And that's why I want to go over five New Year's myths. I want to bust these myths and help you capture and use the energy behind the new year and move you towards what's realistic and lasting. As usual, I'm approaching this topic from a leadership lens. Okay, here are the five myths. Number one, think big. Think big when setting resolutions or deciding what to change. That's a good idea, right? Wrong. While I want you to think big in terms of changing your leadership, I know that starting off with big thoughts is the wrong way to approach this. Think big is the first myth I want to bust for you. Thinking big leads to bigger pressure and bigger possible disappointment. I'm not saying you can't do it. I know you can. However, I want you to instead start small. Change your habits, your thinking, try new things, yet start small first. One step at a time isn't just a saying or the name of an old TV show. It's the truth. Research tells us that small incremental changes and consistency lead to change, sustainable change. Think big isn't something that works for New Year's resolutions. Not as a person trying to change habits in your life, at home, as a friend, parent, or partner, and it doesn't work for leaders either. Instead, right now, I want you to think about picking one behavior that you want to change as a leader. For instance, do you want to stop double booking yourself or stop squeezing in one-on-ones with direct reports? In other words, do you want to choose to spend 10 minutes each day or one hour a week organizing your calendar? That time organizing your calendar is a small step that will change how you lead and how your team works with you. Not only will you begin to avoid double booking or squeezing things in or feeling stressed, but this step will also help you build stronger relationships with your team and identify and understand your priorities as a leader. And those are big changes. One small step leading to big changes. So for the new year, start small instead of thinking big right off. Myth number two, start right away in the new year. January 1st, magic date, starting on the 1st. Well, you can guess from the date I posted this podcast that I don't believe in this one. The first day of the first month in a new year is such a tempting time to add something new or change. And you can do that change, that step, any day, any week, any month, any year. You could right now plaster your wall with a year-long calendar and blindfold yourself and throw a dart at the calendar. Whichever day the dart hits, that can be the day to start. It doesn't have to be the first day of the year or the first week of the year or the first month. Starting is the key. Don't get stuck on the date being any time in early January or even early in January either. The key is just to pick a date and start and keep it going. And I know the starting isn't easy and I know the keeping going isn't easy either. But again, don't allow yourself to feel like, oh my gosh, it's the middle of January. I still haven't done anything. You have an intention to change or do something different. Go with that versus beating yourself up about not starting on the first day or early in the month. All right, myth number three, there's no need to write it down. Just think or say what you want to do. Okay, sorry, no, let's bust this myth. You can't just think about what you want to do differently or what you want to change as a leader. You have to write it down. The action of writing things down creates connections in your brain. 
if you write down what you want to do or not do, what you want to change, it's more likely you're going to remember it. Now, does this mean you have to write it down physically, pen to paper versus type it? Kinda. Stronger brain activity happens when writing down something on paper versus a tablet or computer. There's tons of research out there on this. So handwritten notes really do boost brain activity and activate memory more than typing something. But if you have a system that works for you, and that means you're typing notes versus handwriting them, do what works for you. You don't have to create a new system just to try and increase your memory. If you've got something that's working, go ahead and do it. However, don't just say it. That's the key there. Think about what you're going to change or add to your leadership toolkit and then write it down. Thinking about it is great, but writing it down helps you take action. Myth number four, it's all about changing. False. I like to try and think of this as the time of the year where I evaluate where I am, what's working, and what's not working. It's more about thinking about what to change versus all about changing. And I want you to think about it in this way too. New Year's resolutions for leaders are about more than changing. It's an evaluation. You're evaluating what you're doing well, what your strengths are, what you can spend more time doing, hopefully things you love doing, and your strengths, of course, too. So think about what to stop and what to change. Yes, but that's not the priority. Spend more time thinking about how to be intentional with the behaviors, skills, projects where you're moving the needle, impacting people, revenue, and so forth. You may need to focus more on what to do more of the things that are amazing versus what to change or do differently. Final myth to bust, keep it to yourself. Should you keep your New Year's resolutions to yourself? Wrong. Don't keep your resolutions to yourself. Share your ideas. Ask for support, help, accountability. Going it alone is lonely and it's unnecessary. Share it with your manager, a trusted peer, hey, maybe even an executive coach. And if so, if you've got a coach, you're probably planning your leadership for 2023, which is what I'm doing with my clients. Okay, So those are the myths I want you to avoid. I want you to be prompted to consider new leadership resolutions by something other than the change of one year to the next. I want you to have a better reason than it's a new year as the why for evaluating your current and ideal states as a leader. As always, I hope this was helpful and I'd love if you followed or subscribed to this podcast and please share it with a team member or a fellow leader. All right, I'll talk to you next week. And by the way, Happy New Year. Before you go, please hit subscribe. This tells me that the content I'm sharing is helping you, your team, and your company. You'll also learn when the next episode drops. And if you'd like weekly emails from me with more tips on how to move your leadership towards awesome, visit awesomeleader.com slash podcast. You'll receive notifications of free webinars and free resources. If you want to learn how to bring the first and only online leadership program with lessons under 15 minutes to your teams, visit awesomeleader.com. You'll learn all about my six-week cohort coaching and training program, and you can check out a lesson for free. Thanks for listening to The Leadership Shot. I'll talk to you next week.